listeners. Welcome back to another episode of The Coco Show. Today we are chatting with Nikki Robinson about wedding makeup and hair and why her and I are both over it. Let's start off the show with some ye fucking haws and hyperfixations of the week. David? Hey, Coco. Hey, babe. How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm back. Back from Miami. It was one hell of a week. Yeah, so I hear. <sighs> so uh, tell me what your ye fucking haw is and I'll tell you mine. Ooh. Well, <clears throat> I would say my ye fucking ha this week uh, would be um, Austin and I did a really cute little photo shoot at our friend's uh, venue up in Arlington. So we had like four photographers who were photographing us um, like and we got a ton of pictures back and it's all free. Um for her promotional purposes but it was really fun we had a good time and like now we have all these really cute photos and everyone thinks we're married so obsessed with that oh well obviously you're not married because i would have been present if you were big facts or else you'd be dead (laughs) and then uh your oh no do i say mine or do you want to say why don't you say yours okay okay my fucking ha is one i made it back from miami in one piece two that i got to see all my friends and three that I got to play in the Atlantic Ocean. It we, was lovely. We love the ocean, don't we? Oh my god! It is the only time I am an outdoors girl. It's true. I will. I will handle the sand for a little bit of splishy splashing in the ocean. <laughs> I know it sounded so lame. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then my hyperfixation of the week has been finding the perfect SPF setting spray because I was in Miami. Wanted to make sure I was protected from those rays, Henny. So, um, it's important. It's very important. You do look like you got a little bit of color. I did, but I also got two spray tans. Oh, can we talk about our ye fucking ha being the Coco Show merch? Oh, that has just launched. I got me a cute little crappy crop. Yep. Because that was my hyperfixation last week. David and I have matching um, Coco Show crop tops now they're they are freaking cute guys they like are the, the the it falls like below the belly button too mm-hmm. well which if, is nice. if you if you aren't well endowed in the chest it that's does. fair for me for me it like pops probably three inches below the boobular area they're cute they're embroidered yep they're and they're very soft high quality where will they be able to buy these david uh i don't know colette this is your podcast uh, we'll figure it out. Where get back to us, Tech Daddy? Yeah. Where can they buy them? Yeah, Aust- we need Austin. Oh, he's anyway, gone. he's what not in the do? room right now. Um, but also, so okay, back to back to sunscreen. Just really quick, I just wanted to inform y'all. So my new favorite sunscreen, like ever, is the Super Goop um, Unseen sunscreen. But they just made a setting spray that I'd love to try. Haven't yet. The setting sprays I have tried are the Habit one, which Ulta doesn't sell, but the Ulta brand one, Ulta obviously sells, and it's like $8. Both of them don't love the way they smell, do love the way they work. Anyway. I feel like there's a lot of things like that in this life. Yeah, I just hate fragrance with Mm. such a burning passion. Hmm. Um, David, what is your hyperfixation? So I took a different approach to our hyperfixation this week. I took it as like something that I just couldn't stop thinking about okay. that I just thought was so weird and like it just didn't make sense to me. Sure. So I like hyperfixated on it for a while. Okay. Um. So like, you know, like how fish exist in water. Yes. Like, do they like breathe water? Like, do they suck water in? Yeah, that's what their gills are, babe. But how? I don't know. There's just, there, there's like, they use the Because I saw a video and 
the, there was just the the fish just like sucked the the thing. Yeah, like the I think their gills like it's like they breathe water like we breathe air. Uh, yes. Like they literally it's not like they can breathe underwater. I mean they can somehow get the oxygen from the bubbles the water, or whatever. I, or whatever. Right? I Is think it, that's it can't how... be the bubbles. Hold on. Cuz that would make it a gas. See but this just it's okay. crazy. Unlike land animals, which have lungs that take in oxygen from air, fish have gills to breathe in oxygen contained in water. Oh, I was right. Good for so me. So they literally suck in the water. Correct. The gills filter the oxygen out of the water, and that's what sustain. And that's how this, they get it into the bloodstream. This blood process stream. of breathing begins when a fish gulps breathing. water good through its mouth. Good God. And that is how fish breathe. And God is good. Wow. I I, yeah, I guess. Wow. That's good for you. Good, good. Who? For God? The fish? fish? Okay, great. Yep. Good for the fish. We I mean, love it. But who knew? I guess a lot of people did. Uh, I, yeah. But I, like, go look this up. Like fish just suck in water as yeah, they're going about correct. their daily their lives. Their gills. That's, That's what amazing. their gills are for. Amazing. I didn't realize they were really kind of like just lungs. I thought, I don't know. I just thought the whole process was different. I mean, I don't know if they have like... What what is it called? Like alveoli or whatever the fuck we have. Like the little... No, not areola. Areola? No. Alveoli are like... They look like a shag carpet, but in your lungs. And they do something. I think that's something else. You guys, this is not a science podcast. I just want to make that abundantly clear. We're definitely not qualified to ever host a science podcast. No. No. Well, unless it's about hair color. I could do that. I could do like the science of getting people to dance, but that's about it. I bet that would be very interesting for like a sociology class. It's kind of the psychology of music in a way. Psychology of music. That'd be a fun episode, mini-sode, book. I don't know. Well, Well, anyways, um, Nikki will be joining us in just a few minutes, but while we wait for her, David, how about you tell us about the award that Orion Entertainment just won? Oh my goodness. Oh, well, gee, that should have been my you fucking hot, shouldn't it? Uh, We got, uh, we were voted top three photo booth uh, vendors in all of Seattle by by the general public. So it's the Seattle Brides Best of uh, Awards. We love to see we, it. We uh, did not place in the top three for DJ services, but we did crack the top five, I was told. Okay. So that's pretty remarkable to not only do it in one category, but two categories. So felt uh, pretty pretty stellar about that. It's very validating. Absolutely. Um, on top of that, I got the chance to go back to my middle school this week and talk to some fifth graders about what it's like to own your own business. And they were so cute and they had the greatest questions. One of them literally asked me like, how is inflation currently affecting your business? And I was, yeah, fifth grader. And then I looked that fifth grader in the eye and I said, what year were you born? And he said 2011. And I had a problem with that. Listen, the kid's going to a Jewish day school. What do you think his fucking dad talks about at dinner? Inflation. Obviously inflation. They asked me about all sorts of stuff that I was not ready for. I mean, I was ready to answer them, but I was literally, I was so impressed by these kids. They were so smart. They asked such cool questions. And I think I tried my best to like speak at their level and like explain 
bigger words as I was using them. Um, but th- I think they were really following along and yeah. really understood what I was saying. I don't do and that, that for was kids. cool. I just use the big words. And then if they want me to explain them, I will. But you have to ask and you should keep up. Well, I, as a as a <laughs> in DJ instructor, I spent a lot of time with that age group and oh. what i've noticed is if you say something they don't understand they won't always stop you and be like what does that mean you know i think there is an element of like oh if i don't know something i shouldn't ask like so sometimes if i just kind of pick up on that they didn't understand what i said i will be like did you do you know what that means and then i'll they'll be like no and i'm like oh okay well here's what it means i guess i do that I guess I do that. <clears throat> I just like to use big words around my nephew and stuff because I want I want him to be... Well, anyway, dear listeners, we are going to go on a quick little breaky break and we will be right back talking to Nikki Robinson. You are listening to another fine episode of... The Coco Show. Welcome back, everybody. So glad to have you here with us. You are listening to the Coco Show podcast, hosted by Colette and myself. I don't think I ever say my name on this show. That's David Lee Schwartz. That's the full name, baby. The fucking goat. Aww. That's a fucking sheep, huh? I don't know. Is there a difference, really? Make. I don't really know. (laughs) We're recording live at some point in time from the Good Vibe Studios in Everett, Washington. Joining us in studio today is Miss Nikki Robinson. Nikki, thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. Nikki, can you please tell our dear listeners how we know each other? If I must. You Um, must. We met in the world of Ulta many, many years ago. Do you Um, remember what year it was? 2016. Wow. Yeah, I do. Or, sorry, 2015. Wow. If we're being accurate, fall 2015. Mm. Yeah, me retail, you salon. Yep. Yep, merged over our hate for many, many people we worked with. Um, yeah, so we met, at, we met at Ulta. We've stayed friends mm-hmm. all these years. And um, Nikki went off and she was working on bridal for a while. She was doing hair and makeup. She was... She got a business going, and then COVID happened. <laughs> Indeed it did. And uh, kind of threw a wrench in her plans. And I would just wanted to kind of chat with her about why she's over it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's ironic that to say over it because I'm technically still doing it, but I would, could confidently say I'm over it. I even tell my clients, like... This is something I don't actively choose to do. Yeah. I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so particular with who I work with. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely starting to get to that point a little bit too. Like, oh, oh my clients don't hear this. But like, I, uh, no, I like, you know, there becomes a point where you're like, well, yeah, I took that gig because it was going to pay well. And like, I did it because it's a job and I was available. And like, it's starting to feel a little monotonous now because especially on the music side of things, unless you have like a group that really gels with you musically, um, you're playing the same thing to get every group doing what you want them to yeah, do. Absolutely. And it's like, I don't do it because I want to, I do it because I want my clients to be happy and I want their guests dancing. 
And yeah. that's really what I'm there to do. I think the longer you work in the wedding industry, you realize everything is kind of quite copy paste. Oh my God. Well, people are so, oh, I shouldn't say this. Don't. Don't do oh. it. Don't do it, girl. <laughs> I know what you want to say. Ooh, okay. I'm going to not. Don't I'm going to take the yeah. fifth on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's the glory of picking clients that are more original. Yeah. Because I got really tired of copy pasting. Look, there's nothing wrong. But because it's their day, it's fine. It's what they want. But when you're doing it over and over right. and over again, four it, times a week, exactly. Yeah. It just becomes too much. Yeah. But with that being said, the majority of my time that I was doing on-site events, I used two fucking eyeshadow palettes. Amen. Two. <laughs> I used to pack like 20. Uh-huh. Like two, period, I, ever, whole. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, I used to think I had to bring all this just different variety because I wanted to accommodate to everything. And then I realized I need five, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. And it's all neutrals and pinks and bronzes. And it's beautiful. It is. It honestly is beautiful. It's beautiful and it's soft and it looks good on everyone, but Mm -hmm. everybody wants it. And you know what? That's what I did with my makeup too. I wore like a, like a kind of smoky mauvey pink Mm -hmm. shimmer moment. And brown it, liner yep subtly smudged well you're not out. trying to like be a drag queen on your wedding day no, you're I trying didn't. to accentuate <laughs> like your natural beauty no nikki was a vision oh yeah capital v i was yeah i was capital yeah, we're gonna have to post capital photos v. yeah we'll, po- we'll post it to the pod we'll post it to the pod instagram yes. so i get the coco show pod so um you were talking about how the pandemic is really what um, kind of was the catalyst for the decline of that part Absolutely. of your career. Uh, what are you doing now? What's your What's your passion pursuit? Ironically, I'm in franchise management. I'm more corporate. Um, can I say it's my passion pursuit? No, I really love my team and I work for this really beautiful woman who started something from scratch. So in that sense, it's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But still passion pursuit ironically if i were to be doing it for myself it would be bridal but i would just be um working in the fashion side of it because that was my career before makeup um so yeah i think i'm still trying to figure it out if i'm being honest with you when um how old were you so when sorry to derail this a little bit nikki when she originally was like in bridal she was a consultant and she sold dresses for like years and years and years yeah and and i was a buyer yeah. How many years did Ten. you do that? Ten. Yeah. Wow. A very long time. You almost bought a shop, didn't you? I did. Yeah. In Texas? No, here. But oh. it was just overpriced, quite frankly, is what it boils mm. down to. <laughs> but it, would you say that's more your passion than the... Yeah. Like, true, deep passion. It still lives in the wedding somewhere. It's just, I would want to, just like we're talking about, I'd want to do it for myself in the way that I didn't see it done, ever. Like, mm. everything was cookie cutter. Everything was this, that, and the mm. other. So, I'd want it to be totally different. Oh, I, I think it's, you were totally hit the nail on the head when you said, like, we are in the exact opposite parts of the wedding day itself. 100%. Uh-huh, I am yeah. literally the, once the clock starts, Yeah, I take the, the reins, and you are, like, in the moments leading up to... 100%. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I never see day of. Right. Yeah. Do you... Well, I mean, it's just it's a completely different experience. Because one thing I've always said is, like, the nicest thing about being on our side of the industry is that once the day's done, we're done, too. Yeah. And well, like so photographers. That's true. But mm-hmm. photographers have Photographers to, are in it for, well, like, months. months well, yeah. what's interesting is I also used to do that. I know. Mm. I always forget. Yeah, I, I honestly, I always forget, too. It, it was a lifetime ago. But and now from a perspective of 
doing the hair and makeup before a wedding and then also being the photographer for other people's weddings it it really is so different being at every single part I will say I was always the most emotionally invested in the weddings I did photography in Hmm. because you have to be there I have never been to a ceremony where I didn't at least shed a tear. I'm an emotional bitch and I love love. I love love so much and I love seeing people get excited about each other and unique vows give Mm. me life in Mm -hmm. a way that I can't explain. I will cry for strangers. Anytime I was watching a like wedding video when I was picking out a videographer, I cried at every single fucking video that I watched. As you should. I can't help who I am. I love love. Yeah. But but the, it's you have this such this emotional connection with these people because you're capturing these beautiful tender moments. I have such respect for being able to capture that in in like the photography cuz I mean it's emotionally exhausting. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. And then and then you're editing and you want and you want to get the pictures out and you want to get them out soon. But it's like you have all of these events and you have to edit. So then you're using your brain while you're at work. And then you're kind of a mush potato. And then you have to go edit. And there's Dude, really no time. Literally at the wedding I did this last weekend, one couple was so stinking cute. Just the way they were with each other the whole day. Like you just the cutest little dorks I've ever seen. I was like, you guys are precious. Two, the photographer. This is the first time in almost a decade I'd ever had this happen to me before before the photographer left she airdropped me the the sneak peeks oh i was like who the are you and it turns out i actually went to college with her and she knew me from a party that i did back in college and she was like friends with my friends anyway i could not believe it she sent me the sneak peeks so that i could post them the next day oh i love that i was like you are a rock star and she was going to apparently that's what she does that's like what the planner was telling me. But yeah, that wedding was super cute. We did. It was at the aquarium, which I'm going to say it live on this fucking podcast. Fuck the aquarium. Okay. I'm so pissed. Are rough. It's so fuck them. Like it's so ridiculous. Were they just like gaslight gatekeep girl? No, they you? give you one hour to set up. Oh, pish posh. <laughs> yeah. An hour. An hour. We, Judas. we contract two of them. So it's like, okay, if we're not set up, like, who are we supposed to be upset at? Like, does the client get to be upset at us? No, because if they want to come down to it, I'll be like, hey, we said we needed two hours and you didn't even give us half that. I had my car pulled up to the side of the um, the alleyway or whatever. It's a dock. And I'm like sitting there ready to go in. I'm like, hey, like, you know, can we at least start bringing stuff in? Because they're like, you can't do anything until the aquarium closes. And they mean close. And they're like, as long as there are guests in here, you can't even be seen in this room. Like you can't be bringing stuff in. I'm like, I can't even start bringing stuff in. They let me, at least I convinced them to let me move it from my car into like the back area. And then I had to wait until the clock struck 5.30 before I could move it across the barrier into the main space. But it was ridiculous. I could have easily started setting up. Nobody would have had an issue with it. It would not have impeded the guest experience. The glass tank is massive, and I wasn't even blocking it. So, anyway, and my food was cold. So, oh, yeah, that's a big no-no. They did me. feed me before, okay, toasts, so that's I can't good. complain about that. But the food was very average. So, mm, bummer. 
So how like how did COVID change the way you operated your business? Did you have to completely shut down? Yeah. Um, so for six months, there was just nothing. And then they kind of reopened and said, you know, you wear a mask, you wear gloves, you clean, you know, obviously and there's cleaning involved regardless. Well, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just nothing. For did six you months. get uh, PPP, EIDL? Any of that stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had to. You know, you're in people's faces and people were thinking they could like wear sorry. Their, no, uh, he, the, the loans. government loans. Oh, sorry. PPE. My bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. thinking like personal you're protection. Good. You're good. You're good. No, it was really hard to do it as mm. a self-employed person. Mm -hmm. You know, by the time people were getting it, it was like a year later. And at that point, I was lucky enough. I had just gotten my job that I have now, January 2020. Wow. And without it, I think I would have been homeless. Wow. 100%. Wow. So, Holy shit. We were really lucky when it came to that stuff because yeah. we were we saw it coming around the bend a little bit um, and we started to think like, shit, this is not going to be a month long problem. This no. is not going to be a two month long problem. We need to start figuring out shit now. And I, I was in a networking group and they were like, I had people working for like the IRS and like all these and they were giving us all these heads up. So we were literally one of the first people yeah. to apply for all that stuff. And I think that's why we got so lucky. I, rem I remember having that conversation with you. We were sitting in my chair. Of course we were. <laughs> um, I was cutting his hair. And I think you got three emails that three events had gotten canceled. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, we looked at each other and we're like, buckle up, bitch. I just had another one on Sunday. Actually, the kid, poor kid, they'd postponed this bar mitzvah for already you know two and a half years so he's like like fucking 16 <laughs> he's like gonna be it's, it's gonna be their sweet 16 or something it was actually the little brother who got infected with covid and now <sighs> they're it, i mean they moved it like two months and magically we didn't have anything going on that day so i was like whatever great yeah you got Thanks, hit God. way more than me i bet because like brides will typically book three to six months for the wedding you know so it was march uh, i see so that's when typically i would have started getting a whole bunch of bookings i get bookings like february march april yep. for the summer sure so for the most part i had probably six weddings that moved one to two years but mm. it wasn't it honestly wasn't that bad it just changed my perspective of what i had to do to survive coming out of the pandemic i realized i didn't have to do what i was doing before i didn't have to hustle like that hmm. Hmm. i still have like four or five weddings that are holdover from 2020 that we'll still do because our policy was like, hey, as long as you stick with us, mm -hmm. we will keep your deposit on file and you can apply it to a new date at any point in the future. Oh, nice. That was great. I mean, yeah, I have August, some someone in August from June of 2020. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Were you thinking about pivoting at all before the pandemic started? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it, like, it, it became exhausting. It was like, uh, it was a cash grab. You sure. know, just, okay, well, I'll do any job I'm available because the money is good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. And it just, it became exhausting. And the only reason that I was thinking of pivoting is because I was like, I'm not going to spend a weekend with my kids. Like, I'm not going to spend a weekend going hang out with my friends because you're waking up at like 4 a.m. Yep. And you're getting home at 2, but you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I knew the time you was You wake coming. up that early for, for MUA. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. It's early, early. Wow. And I mean, there's still travel involved and like, yeah, but, oh, I've driven up. I went to Canada one time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's tons of just driving in the car and not eating. And I mean, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. One thing we're like working really hard to do right now because we're, so we run what's called a multi-op DJ company. So we can service multiple DJ events simultaneously yeah. and we're kind of moving everybody over to employees versus contractors. And it's like, 
you know, we're now factoring in all those things like travel time. We're like paying them for the hours they spend in our vehicles to move, go from here to the San Juan Islands, right? And so it's like, I know from being in that role myself that it totally sucks. It's that travel fee. I mean, you really got to think about your time, your gas, your miles, your car, your food. But how does like it? How does one determine that? It's like it's somebody it's starting a, a business game. Exactly. Well, there's actually guidance uh, set forth by like LNI and and like the state agencies that oh, say that's good to know. this is actually what you. These are the the billable hours that employees deserve to be paid. So get this, we found this out today. If an employee drives from my house in my vehicle to let's say Anacortes to catch a ferry that's billable hours that's billable hours but if i tell them that their job is to be at the ferry at 11 a.m to catch their 12 at 12 p.m ferry and they miss that they are no longer on pay payable hours oh, well i mean oh. they haven't done their they job. didn't do their job right so if if they get put on standby and they have to wait in the ferry line for five hours because they miss the ferry that I don't have to. I, I'm not going to pay them for that. No, <laughs> straight up. Well, y- don't miss your ferry. Yeah, please. Congratulations, please. you played yourself. Oh, that was my <laughs> other big win today. I bought like eight ferry reservations. So oh. you, I have absolutely forgotten to get one back before. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're. It depends on the island, but like I've never had trouble getting off. Oh, so always trouble getting on. I freaked out because I booked the the one three months in advance to get there. Yeah, but then I forgot just to get the one back, and I was like, "Are we gonna be stuck here all day?" Well, it's like don't don't have plans on oh, Sunday. No. no. And if you do, then you need the reservation, yeah. and you need to get there way early. Plan your entire yeah. weekend to just be there. Oh Jesus! <laughs> David dropped his phone. Everything. Mary Mother. I had the water earlier. Oh no! Oh no! Um. Okay. So you recently got married. I did. I was at her wedding. It Muzzles. was fucking Muzzles. gorgeous. <laughs> she, there was not a detail. This bitch did not forget about. It was beauty and grace. <laughs> oh, but Miss United States. Miss United States. Um. But I want to know, like, what worked for you? What didn't? It was still a COVID wedding. So yeah, it was technically. Yeah summer 2021 um what worked for me and what didn't um honestly i just i wanted everyone to be comfortable so just having a very clear communication with whoever was coming where'd you have it it was in arlington at sadie lake events nice yeah okay it was cute it was really cute we were up in arlington for our photo shoot nice yeah we got really lucky but i mean you know i just i wanted it to be the way i wanted it and i have witnessed so many people make sacrifices for their weddings and be really unhappy Yep. So I was like, I'm going to do it the way I want. We have four kids. And I said, no kids. Our kids were there. Fair. But I was like, I, other than that, I don't want kids here. You know, and, you know, I don't want you to bring a guest that I don't know. Or, you know, I don't want you to bring your 16-year-old son and his girlfriend. And just really putting the foot down of the people who I wanted there. And there was more friends than there was family. And we just made it exactly what we wanted. Did people complain about the no kids thing? Nope. Okay. I was, like, reading this article that was, sure. like, bitching about that. And it was like, oh... My friend, you know, didn't want to have kids at the wedding, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you can't find a babysitter for one night? All of my friends who had kids were grateful. Six months notice. Because what I want to know, I want to know is why you're asking to parent at your friend's event when you could be 
at your friend's fun. event. Exactly. Yeah. Having a good time, drinks, dancing, like get a babysitter. Just do it. Yeah. And if it's and if it's like if somebody's gonna come for me being like it's a resources thing, I fucking get it. However, comma, if you live in any sort of neighborhoody establishment, I bet there is one fucking teenager. Go on care.com. There are many <laughs> like, ways, I'm sure. As I'm, somebody with children, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Like there is. You and and then to me that says they obviously don't want to go back enough to get right or they just have no sense of like fun yeah yeah if you want to be boring that's fine just don't come to my wedding Bye. exactly and so anyone who said they couldn't i was like that's fine like i didn't hold it against live anyone, your truth girl regardless of who it was i was like i don't care but i made i made it abundantly i have a question she was abundantly both there. of you women what <clears throat> what babe do tell and uh you know kylie as well, as well over here um kylie jenner on the floor you know like hopefully better dress. how how do you balance that invitation list i feel like that's got to be the hardest part of the wedding planning process yeah do you want to go first like how, shall do, I? how much of it is like i love this person i'd want them there but you know i don't want to hurt their feelings right. or like you know how do you do you communicate to them if you think it's going to hurt their feelings because i feel like people get their feelings hurt about this stuff because it it can be hurtful um i okay so i purposely did a destination yeah. wedding because i didn't want to deal with this yeah one it's population control i knew i knew what the fuck i was doing what what's a bummer was there are some people that i wish more than anything in the world i could have had there but like either didn't have the resources or whatever and couldn't make it and like obviously i don't hold that against anyone i didn't make it easy i got married in hawaii and it was like a week-long wedding extravaganza it, it, but it was the best week of most people's lives that Mine were present included. yeah like it was fucking incredible okay but um a couple people i did have conversations with being like look listen because of what I'm doing, this just isn't going to work. And nobody had hard feelings. My, all of our parents tried to coerce us into giving them more invitations. Mm -hmm. And we all said, no, we all, LOL, just Dan and I. <laughs> just you and Dan. Um, uh, and then they were like, okay, but what about X and Y? And I said, you know what? You can all have two people. But you have to pay for their heads. There you go. Yeah. If you if you are persistent that X, Y, and Z that that important. needs to be present, you can pay for it. Because the whole reason we're doing what the fuck we want to do is because we paid for every shekel of yeah. this fucking event. Every mm -hmm. crumb. Every crumb. <laughs> I paid for everything. 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 Yeah. Well, not I. Dan and I. Same. Yeah. I as in we. Right. We yeah. paid for everything. So I said, listen, no money, no opinion period mm -hmm. i don't care i don't care yeah not interested well i think too you know you said you talked to them about it you communicated these things to them the people that i cared about right the people that my mom wanted there um, well that's different yeah how about you nikki uh yeah i mean same general thing we had a our wedding was 80 people so i mean good size but Second wedding for both of us. So I was much more, you know, I'm only going to invite who I really want there. I had family, close enough family, you know, no, we're not talking third, fourth cousins that I just was like, I'm not inviting them. And it's, we kind of, I didn't have the conversation. My parents told them like, hey, it's kind of a small wedding. It's a COVID-esque wedding. 
so she's not inviting everyone and we just kind of left it at that sure but um such a good excuse i mean truly it was but my husband and i got in a tiff over a couple of invitations he wanted to invite some people that i had put my foot down between Hmm. him and i where i was like absolutely not the person that going to my wedding Hmm. but yeah um we didn't really have the conversations just who was invited was invited and i don't think anyone's feelings got hurt from my understanding anyways so i'll take it what advice do um actually i guess i'll i'll do it too (laughs) what advice do you have for anyone getting married in 2022 do exactly what the hell you want to do i can't count how many brides have said like oh my mom says i have to do this or like my groom you know his family says we have to do this or and i've just seen so many brides be so fucking unhappy sitting Mm. there in the chair on their wedding day yeah do whatever you want like that's really what it boils down to i feel very fortunate to be like the 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 relief of the wedding like that's like my whole job is to like because i see that shit i will see a bride and groom getting yelled at by like six people we need to do this we need to do this Mm -hmm. and the first thing i go up to to them i say girl we don't need to do shit today yeah yep you and me i am on your time oh yeah whatever you want kept going well are we gonna do this or do you think people are gonna i was like i don't give a shit what people think no we're not doing that because i don't want to do you and he would be like no like then we're not (laughs) we're not doing it and when I tell them, like, what oh, they're like, well, what do we give you for music? Like, we want to make sure everybody dances. I say, don't worry about that. Let me worry about what yeah. everybody else wants. You just tell me what music you like, and then we'll use that as a base. Yeah. And let me tell you, David, our wedding, truly the music, but we use that app, Vibo. Vibo. Fantastic. Um, but we were fucking dancing our asses off he knows exactly what you want he reads the room perfectly i i couldn't chef's kiss my dude thanks <laughs> dude i have to say all time that was one of my best ever wedding performances mm, a plus no plus. it really no was lie. like there's something special about that whole day but like i i played exceptionally well that day you really did <laughs> it was his best work I got his best work that day. And then what? So I what, think it's because I married you. At that yeah. point, it was like, this is Steve. all of our wedding now. Yeah. yeah. Like, damn. well, it, it is our wedding. We are also married. David and I are leg- legally married. Facts. And he's legally married I, to Dan. I am on, my name is on the marriage mm-hmm. certificate. He's so till death do us part. Facts. Here in yeah. union. Facts. In union. <clears throat> so David, what what is your advice for yeah. Couples getting married. Plan in advance. <laughs> That's my <laughs> advice. Um, or you know what my advice is? Pick not a Saturday. Um, but mm. that's Period. selfish I, of me. I got married on a fucking Tuesday. I got married on a Sunday. Oh, all great options. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously though. Um, the it's crazy. Like the wedding industry right now is uh like just bombarded. It's gonna be the craziest summer. Like I'm stressed already. Like we're we're gonna be fine. Everything's fine. But Everything's holy, fine. holy Everything's crap! Fine. Just the number of inquiries we've gotten this year is is astounding. Yeah, I'm not even advertising, and I get multiples a day. Yeah, I've done not a single thing to advertise <sighs> my business. Damn, that's crazy. It's, well, you're really fucking good, Nick. Thanks. Yeah, I try. Um, my advice for anyone getting married this year is. Be prepared for your plans to change. Mm. And it's okay that they do. And whatever's supposed to happen that day will. And what matters is that you're marrying your person. Just breathe. 
It's all going to work out. Even if it rains. Even if it rains. It's good luck. I was going to say. It, it rained is. on my wedding day. Me too. It rained um, on your wedding I, day. Can I, can I say look something? Look at our marriages. Yeah. I would take rain any fucking day of the week now. Over a heat stroke? Over heat. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That oh, yeah. is the most Like every summer is getting worse now. Global mm-hmm. like, warming. Our computers are going to fry. Yeah, yeah they our, are. Uh, but, but it is so miserable. Oh, yeah. People don't want to so dance because their suits miserable. and their dresses. And it, yeah, it's, it's you know. the worst. And it was like 120. So David yeah. changes his answer to get married with air conditioning. <laughs> in the in the have, spring or have winter. Love your backup plan. That's what I would say. Yeah, love your backup love plan. Have your a backup, backup plan. <laughs> Fact. Have three plans. And then love it. Like <laughs> I say that and I didn't have one. <laughs> oh, I It did. was raining the morning of my wedding. I was like, no, we'll sh- we're still getting married. I was like, uh, yeah, no. We, we, did, we did plan C and plan C was actually the best plan. There you go. I love plan C. That's why you need a B, C, D. Yeah. All that. Always. Always, Always have plan B. Yes. ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. God damn it, Glenn. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> Okay, well, is there anything you'll miss about being a makeup artist? Uh, shit, I'm technically still doing it. You know, honestly, though, when I was doing it all the time, I I made some really awesome connections with some great people. Mm-hmm. And it is, I had so many, like, laughs, and I mean, man, there were, it's nice to be involved in that moment. Like, you're really connecting with somebody mm-hmm. in a really special time. I've walked brides off the edge of, like, straight-up anxiety attacks, you know, and mm-hmm. I've, I still work with families of sisters who hit me up for everything now i've done baby pictures i've done it all so i mean the connections i think i'll miss okay yeah but the early mornings and stuff it's yeah. a lot of, you're working with a lot of artists too yeah uh, good vibes like yeah. most most wedding vendors are pretty chill artistic people yeah yeah easygoing yeah but i mean i haven't really met i mean i've been really lucky with vendors i've been really lucky with clients i can't even complain i don't really have like a horrible you know story to tell it's just it wears you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it just does. And you said you did it for how long? 10 years? I was in the wedding industry from the time I was 20 okay. selling dresses. So I'm talking seeing five, 600 brides a year. Whoa. And then I started officially doing makeup for weddings in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then last question, and then we'll wrap up for our next segment. Um, I need to know the most Karen-y bridezilla experience. Does it have to be with makeup? I have one. No. Okay. No, I have a good one. I'll try and make it as succinct as possible. Um, I had a client when I was selling dresses. Uh She was um, educated, smart. Let's just say that. Um, She came in, fell in love with a dress that was discontinued. She had to buy it off the rack. She knew that straight up. It was $1,200. It's like a $6,000 dress. Sure. Fit her like a glove. Beautiful. Glorious. Buys it. I say, I'm going to put it in the back for six months or however long your wedding is going to be. Great. Walks to the door. Happy tears. The whole thing's going. (laughs) Four or five months later, she calls me. Where's my dress? I'm like, it's in the back room where it's been this whole time. Why? She's like, what do you mean? Didn't you order it from the vendor? And I was like, no. Per your contract and per your appointment, you bought it off the rack. And she just lost her shit. What does that even mean? She bought the sample. Yeah. It was discontinued. The vendor no longer made it. So she got the last one. And she told her, She knew clearly, clear as day, because that's the one thing. Yeah, and she lost it. I'm a blah, blah, blah. This is my, I'm so smart. I'm smarter than you. I'm going to call the police. And she we're talking like three weeks. She called once or twice a day. Whoa. And then finally she just came and picked it up one day and got married in it. Because she knew she was wrong the whole time. Of course she did. Yeah, and I just, she was harassing. We would get... Phone messages 7 a.m. Monster. 6 p.m. Monster. That's creepy. And someone like we're talking like in the echelon of people in society high. 
and oh, she no. was just the worst. <laughs> she like, was so bad. You would, who would have ever but, known it was quote off the rack? Also, Nobody. it was a, glorious. And what a beautiful serendipitous experience, and for you to that not was, accept that. And that was be, my wedding dress. Like who that's the fuck how I got mine. Love a deal. Well, yeah, first no shit. Ah, uh, yeah. Maxinista for gets life. me off. Oh uh, my god. Uh, yeah. Nikki, Nikki was actually with me when I picked out my wedding dress. I was. Oh, she just was. You and your Maja. Yeah. She, she really, she was my rock that day. Yeah. God bless her. Oh, I had you a question for you. Did in in your years of doing uh, makeup for weddings, did you ever do men's makeup? I did. Ah, how yeah. many times? Um, a handful. Handful. But in my career as a makeup artist, more than a handful. Well, sure. Yeah, but. I mean, just a couple times, I'd say. And I did a couple grooms and bridesmen. Yeah. Love. Cool. Bridesmen. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Did you want to share real quick Ooh, your yeah. bridezilla oh, experience? Do you tell. know you know how many bridezillas I've had? <gasps> Don't say zero. I, not even one comes to my mind. Girl, you better knock on no, the table. No, 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 no. Well, yes. Of <laughs> yeah. course. Uh, uh, but I'm not done. <laughs> I um, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> it's the moms. Oh, don't even get me started it's on the moms. Always the moms. The moms. It's always the moms. It's Monster never the brides. Life. It's never. I don't ever have. I don't get complaints on wedding. Period. I'm just gonna. That we just Ended don't. Yeah. Bar mitzvahs. <gasps> yeah. It's Jewish mothers. The moms. I could not. Jewish mothers. And oh, it's just oh my eye roll. And I'm like, oh, good God. Like, mm. It's like there's nothing we could have done. <laughs> so, no, absolutely like, not. You can't, some people you can't please. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, and I think part of it is like, first of all, I feel like, and please answer this question, do you like black out on your wedding day? Like I feel yes. like I would yeah. have no actually, memory of you, the whole thing. No, you actually, yeah. you, you actually do. Yeah. 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 I, I thought I was going to be an excellent example of a bride, and I still had a moment where I think I – I didn't yell, but I very loudly told my photographer, who's a good friend of mine, get me to Zach now because I can't do anything. Like you just, you do. You kind of just have an out-of-body yeah, experience. I, I could imagine. <laughs> like both happy, both yeah. overwhelmed, you know, I, just like, yeah. ah! Yeah. I had two major meltdowns. The first one was when they told me, it, oh, oh, um, it was, it was going to rain. And then my, um, the, the fucking... My coordinator can. That was the dumbest thing in the history of weddings. My coordinator can was like, "Do you want to change your wedding date?" And I was like, "No, you uh, fucking malignant. See you next Tuesday." I think, uh, I, think I didn't help because I th I said, "What did she say?" To David you? made like, it so much worse. <laughs> made it repeat. I made like, her repeat it. <laughs> David made it so much worse. My, co oh, my coordinator so sucked. Your too. guests flew in from out of town. We're on an island, and you're gonna suggest that <laughs> a because a little. Day? Rain. Everything has been monogrammed. <laughs> but your but your job in that role is to say, "Hey, it rained. Yeah. You are going to have an absolutely amazing day yeah. today." That's one thing I would say. If if, if wedding coordinators are listening, be better. Oh, I mean, truly, God, they. It's not that they're not good. It's that they don't have enough resources. Yeah, you, do. you can't charge be a, more. You can't be a single yeah. person. No one charge wants to more. pay for wedding planning anymore. And they need it. I, yeah, they need it. I'm sorry, Pinterest girl boss mama. No. You do not have it together. You need to hire a human being who has a team of other human beings to make your day but go better. But do the research and picking the right one. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Because I've seen a lot of really bad ones. Truly, if you hadn't stepped in, David... 
I don't know what the fuck would have happened. Well, the planner for your wedding. No, she wasn't the planner because here's what it is. They venue assigns a mm, yeah. point of contact or something. I don't They're know what these people no, are. Th- they don't do anything. No. This they tell don't. you what the rules are and yeah. that's it. And then it. they stand there and watch you. Yes. That's why, well, that's why like, you know, either hire a planner or <clears throat> a wonderful master of ceremonies is mm. really. Is that what MC stands for? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, and the and the reality is once your wedding actually starts, that shit is in my control. Mm-hmm. Which is with great power comes great responsibility. Amen. Yeah. But that's I, I think if you don't do a planner, like good God, please spend the money on somebody who knows how to run your day. Or have incredibly clear communication with whoever you've deemed responsible you for. You better it. have an Excel sheet for every motherfucker in that building yeah. if you don't have a planner. I've seen the most organized I've seen some really organized brides. I mean folders of Excel sheets still fuck up. I mean, I deal with like event flow on a ridiculous basis. Like the what the way I see people moving in a space, like constantly, mm-hmm. like brides, unless they have that kind of experience, like don't have that experience. Like there's just we are literally professionals, and like that's why I charge what I charge, yeah. and we like have the reputation that we have. Correct. But it's like, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many intangibles that you can't see on a spreadsheet you know it's such a it's you know it's kind of going back to what you said it's like this the whole idea of a wedding because like the wedding is a is a such an important day it's like literally in your life you're only gonna have so many of those moments yeah i mean that are not only where your family gets gathered together in that way and your your friends get gathered together in that way these are like going back to what we were talking about earlier like for a lot of those people those are also the people that you will carry with you going forward in life because and i don't know about you guys and i feel this and i believe this and every ceremony i witness and i i consider myself a witness at these things and i do feel like i'm a part of this contract in a way sometimes absolutely and i'm sitting there i'm crying always too and yeah it's just like they're very special and spiritual moments to constantly be a part of. Right. And like that, I think is maybe part of what you're talking about, about being emotionally exhausted by the whole thing. Yeah, Because it does, it takes a little part of you because if you're really Mm. doing well at your job, you're giving a part of yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've been, and I think one of the reasons that keeps me coming back personally, it's not a cash grab anymore. I've been with so many brides that like after they got their hair and makeup done, we're like, oh my God, like I never thought I could look this beautiful yes. and put on their dress. And they turned to me first. Yep. Yeah. You know, and you're like, holy shit. You're like, your mom's standing here. And they're just like, oh my God. Like those are the moments that you're like, yeah, I want to keep doing this because like this essential stranger, you know, just trusted me for two hours and is now going to go get married. Yep. And you know, you're the last person she sees before she goes yeah. and or they, you know, and so it's just like, you know, yeah, those are the things that keep you coming back, but it's it's exhausting. You're kind of taking that on mm-hmm. and then you're just getting in your car and going home yeah. and you're like, wait, what, what just yeah. happened? So. And you'll do that three times in a weekend. Yeah, yeah. it's a mind fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's exhausting. It, and it sucks in a way because these are special moments and they're so special, but it takes away some of that like from us. Yeah. And, and I hope it doesn't like, you know, when I eventually plan my wedding, 
I, I hope it doesn't take that away. And I, I don't I think it will. Too, but it, it didn't. Yeah. To, to ease your mind. Cool. It really didn't. I mean, my day was, I definitely had a fear. I was like, I've seen so many people get married. I've sold so many wedding dresses. Will this feel, and this was my second marriage. And I was like, will this feel like anything? Yeah. But it did. Cool. Well, on that note, I think we should. Uh, yeah, I think on that note, um, <laughs> this week we're going to have a little bit of a bonus moment. I'm so excited. Because uh, yesterday was the Met Gala. So we're just going to have a little bonus mini-sode about the Met Gala, and we are bringing our friend Kyle with us. So stay tuned, and we will see you next Tuesday. You've been listening to the Coco Show podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. 